All right, it's on. What? It's on? Welcome to our world. Well, I'm Jess. And I'm Adam. That's it. I don't want to think about it. Okay, it's on. We're live. Oh, hey. 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 <laughs> hey. Um, episode three. Here we are. Raving episode four raving success so far i think we it's one person's be. opinion right mm-hmm. my dad's listening now oh because i forced him to good and i think we got two or three other um new listeners yeah in the last couple oh. days uh-huh. so i guess you could say it's going pretty well this will probably air in like a year so um are you is that a jab on the editing skills no not the skill the speed i mean speed not mm-hmm. skills but speed okay <laughs> That's uh, that's fair. Um, okay, so with this episode, we were uh, we were pretty excited to bring um, someone that's pretty big in both our lives, yep. Mr. David Nations. Yes. Um, What's up? He's, this is awesome. Uh, I'll I'll speak for me. He's my coach, and the reason why I work at the place I work, and probably a big reason why I do a lot of the stuff I do. Yeah. Um, for you, he's somebody totally different. Um, Actually, the exact same. Whatever. But, okay. <laughs> um, no, I would say that uh, Dave is double that for me. Oh, Not man. only the le- Oh. First bleep. Whoa. <laughs> Easy now. It's a Tuesday night. Um, Dave is our office team leader as well as my team leader. I'm on his team. Um, and... I met Dave a year, almost two years ago, almost two years ago, Um, and uh, thought that he would be a good person to follow and um, thought he'd be a great interview. So Adam and I were stoked when he agreed to sit in Adam's backyard and (laughs) talk to us. So Um, Yeah, well, I think we'll add a listener. I'll get my mom to... Perfect. Well, it might be a year. Hopefully, if it's a year when we actually air this, I'll finally get her to download Spotify to then okay. actually be able to listen to this you episode. Just, Sweet. So we'll have four listeners. Well, you just told Fantastic. me today that you downloaded Spotify <laughs> for this podcast. I did. That's a fact. So Spotify, <clears throat> if you're listening, you're welcome. Yeah, a few people have done that purposefully just to listen to us, which is creepy. Many know that I'm a, um, an iPhone holdout, mm-hmm. so uh, evidently Droid doesn't have Spotify like you guys do or whatever this is That's that we're untrue. on normally, so I had to download it in order to get it on my phone. Well, I couldn't get your your podcast without Apple podcast. So. We have yeah, Apple podcast. Apple That's has a right. native podcast See, I don't know situation. the lingo over there in the Apple land. <laughs> I got Droid. If you're on a group text with Dave, it's miserable because you know he's yeah. the one that's making it green. So you want to know something funny <laughs> is that all my friends have a text string without me. Because you make Just it green. For that reason. Because of the green thing, and I don't get it, and it really annoys me. But my wife has to tell me everything that they talk about because <laughs> I don't get to be on it. And we recently went to Hootie and the Blowfish this weekend, and we did do a text string with me on it. And one of the guys was like, What is with all this liked, this stuff, you know, whatever? He's yeah, like, yeah. Nations, is this because of you? He's like, This is so annoying. And then by the time the concert ended, everyone stopped texting on it, and I don't know what happened. They I think were on they, their own text string. And they went back to the other text string. They ditched you, they cut me out. Wow. It's very hard for me. 
Anyways, you'll, you'll get already on a tangent. We haven't even really it's started. Okay. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. It's so interesting. we love to, with all of the guests we've had so far, Yes. I like the way that you handled the intro for Steve. Um, who the hell do you think you are, Dave? Yeah, Dave, who the hell do you think you are? Introduce yourself. Oh, God. Tell us who, who you are. everything. Oh, everything. Oh, how long, what do we got? Although I do talk fast, I can probably get that done in about 37 seconds. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I took a lot of lessons from the Micro Machine Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, who am I? Uh, let's see, like work-wise, like personally, like what do you yeah, want, like, what do you want to know, like, like what do people want to talk about? What, How do you do see yourself? About? Yeah, or what do people care about or um, what should they care about? I see myself as a real estate entrepreneur. Uh, I got into real estate back in 2004 and um, just started a part-time thing and then jumped in full-time in uh, 2009. And uh, from there, just started you know, a very coachable, open-minded type of guy and started learning and growing and just sort of adding more businesses and more people and, um, you know, grew to now running the office and, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's as far as the work side, that's who I am. Uh, super family oriented. Um, I mean, outside of work, it's hanging out with my family, hanging out with my friends, watching blues hockey. And, um, you know, just having a good time, uh, usually try to relax and yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I mean, I'm not that serious, but I can be, I guess, like when it comes when to work. To yeah. When but I, I'm super laid back and you know, yeah, I don't know. It's just weird talking about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it well, it's going to get even weirder cause what? you got to talk about people that aren't yourself. That question wasn't on the list here, man. I know. But, sorry. So I wasn't prepared. Don't give Careful. everyone like. The information behind the curtain. Don't tell right. them that we, have, don't questions. Even know that we have questions. Oh yeah. Well, no. I, I yeah. You're right. <laughs> I can't recover from that one. <laughs> okay. okay. So who is in your world? Okay. Uh, who's in my world? I mean, a lot of people. That's um, again very open ended, right? Yeah. So, I mean, how, I've got, how are you? I've got my amazing wife, uh, Sarah. We've been married now since let's see, 2007. What year is it? So it's at 12 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we've got two kids, Lane, uh, who'll be 10 in August, and Will just turned five in May. Um, and then I've got my younger brother, Jeff, that I do all the rehab business with, and my older sister, Jen, who is like the hardest working person I know. Um, so get a lot of good work ethic and grind from her. And then uh, my mom. Uh, unfortunately, my dad passed away a couple years ago. Um, but that's you know my family, immediate family here in town. And my brother-in-law is also a, a lender, so we've done some business together here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then work world. Uh, Catherine, my wife and I joke. Catherine's my work wife. Um, <laughs> we, we've been we've been working together for seven years, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. And then uh, she's great. She is awesome. We, we're going to rename the team the Catherine Group. I always tell her that, and she just laughs, but that's what we should call it. Um, and then on the other side of the office there, the leadership side, uh, Jen would be my, my second work wife. Maybe I'm, what is it, Mormon? Or whatever, yeah. with all the multiple wives. <laughs> I'm just kidding. kidding. A polygamist? Uh, well, was, I don't know if that's wife. That's just... But um, yeah, right. so okay. yeah, yeah, we'll just keep going. So yeah, and then and Jen uh, work is basically our business partner on the other side, uh, on the leadership side of running the office, and then... Um, yeah, I mean, David Broso is a huge piece uh, that in my world and a mentor for me. And, um, yeah, I mean, obviously my whole team. I mean, everyone always says, well, how do you do all the things you do? And, I mean, I don't. I mean, we do it as a group. So there's a lot of people that, that uh, we all work together, and it's a lot of fun, and that's what, what makes it all work, you know, and that's what keeps my sanity, I guess. Yeah. 
So, and that's what makes me tick. I like doing a lot of things and being involved with a lot of people. So does that answer your question? I don't know. I don't yeah, know I think so. I don't remember. Who's in this world? Oh, yeah. That's a lot of people. I think when you do as much as you do, you have to have a lot of people. Like someone that is passionate about diversifying the things that they do. Like there's there's just not enough hours in the day. There's not enough blood in your body to be able to do it. So, so am I okay to kind of dive into what I do? Maybe that helps kind sure. of like yeah, for sure. Yeah, whatever you want. Because if I'm listening to this, I'm going, okay, well, what does that even I mean? You have yeah. All these yeah, what does what that, does that mean? mean? Right. So as a team leader of running the office for Calloway's, that's one role. Uh, and then being the team leader, founder of the Nations Network, and running the real estate team is another role. My brother and I have Nations Brothers Renovations, which is another role in running the rehab business. And then we have TNN Staging, which is a staging company, and Lauren runs that with Catherine. Um, and then I'm also an investor in the Kellowim's office, and then also own rentals with my brother. So there's a lot of varying a lot of stuff parts. going on. So a lot of people who don't really know me always ask, well, how do you do all these things? So going back to that first question, it's because of all the people that I just talked about. Yeah. Help me, support me in different ways to make sure that we can make it happen right and that's it so now hopefully they create like full circle yeah full circle i would ask you what you're passionate about but it sounds like there are things most people when you ask that question it's like oh i love sewing or something you know whatever have you ever asked what you're passionate about and their answer was sewing i maybe my wife is doing one of those needlepoint uh belts right now Oh, for me, right. it's the Stanley Cup. <gasps> yes, two it's of them. I'm super excited. Yeah, <laughs> what size were you again? Right. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. Um, um, what am I passionate about? Is yeah, that but I, you know, the reason I ask you, it sounds like you're passionate and you're not only a doer but a make it happener, and you're already in it in yeah. all those. Yeah, realms, I mean, but. I'm passionate about what we do mm-hmm. and being in real estate and and building this business and. I tell a lot of people, like, I didn't get into real estate to sell real estate. I got into it initially to rehab. Mm-hmm. And then uh, because of the market, had to kind of shift gears. And then over time, really, my goal was to just build a business. Uh, my dad started lots of companies. Some worked, some didn't. Mm-hmm. And so growing up, uh, having my dad as an entrepreneur was something that I thought was an awesome idea. And from, I don't know, being in high school on, I knew I never wanted to go work in the corporate world and climb the corporate ladder and all that kind of stuff. So for me, it was to be super driven, to be able to go out and do what I wanted to do and not have to then one day go, well, that didn't work. I better go get the real job, as they say, for a lot of people in real estate. Uh, Since we don't have real jobs. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, so I think that's what really drives me. Um, But otherwise, I mean, I'm a big hockey guy. I've been playing hockey since I was six. So that's a big thing for me. And like I said earlier, family, friends. Mm-hmm. You know, hell of a defenseman. I like uh, I like vacations. I like v- defenseman, uh, sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> and you're over thirty roller hockey league. Just saying, we we did just win nine to two. Nine to two, amazing. There's four goals. I believe you won nine to two. Like finally, the game that you actually we're played. we're also one and sixteen. So <laughs> <laughs> and we still made the playoffs. Right. Playoffs. playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm just curious. I mean, I, I know we want to, we have things we want to talk about, but I want to stay here for just a second. Like, you have the construction renovation business. You have ownership in the office. You're the TL of our office. You run your own team. Like, it's obviously that you're very much around real estate, land, and property. 
um, there's tons of avenues for entrepreneurs to make a living or establish a business. Why stick to this sector of entrepreneurship, which is, I, I guess, just around land in general or operating within the, the bubble of land and, and property? Well, there's an insane amount of opportunity and the sky's the limit. I mean, what what job do you know that you can sit here and say, okay, well, I want to make 100000 that's what I hear a lot of people say, or 200000 or I want to make a million. I mean, Gary Keller wrote a book about how to make a million dollars in this game. But there's nowhere that you can, in a year, say, hey, I want to make X and literally follow a roadmap and go do that. That I know of, that you can just turn around and say, I mean, your traditional job, you're getting 3% raises, right? You know, or whatever that is. Maybe. Well, yeah. in this case, yeah, assuming that they like you, I guess. I don't know how that works. Right. But uh-huh, in this case, it's like, well... I made 50, next year I want to make 100. Okay, well, what do you need to do that? I need to sell five more houses. Okay, how do you do that? that? And you can do that. And we have the avenue to do that. And I think that opportunity to me is amazing. The fact that you can literally just say, well, how much do you want to make? What do I need to make? You know, and that's a real thing. And if you just follow the plan and implement it, it works. And that's another cool part. It works. We've seen all these people that do it. So, I mean, I'm not the sharpest guy out there, but I can certainly uh, rip off what somebody else is doing and implement it. I mean, you know. Yeah, so that to me, that's what—that's why I'm in it. I mean, the sky's the limit. It, no ceiling. It is one of the only industries, to your point, like that you can reverse engineer success. Yeah, like you can't just go and you know work a nine to five or or even other areas of entrepreneurship and and orchestrate a, a number. You know, if you like to your point, you want to make a hundred thousand dollars. The average sale price in neighborhood X is this amount. So you have to sell this many homes. In order to sell this many homes, you have to do these activities that provide real metrics that support. It's literally a roadmap, however you want to do it. And I think it's one of the only industries that you can do it. And boy, am I pissed that it took me to 31 years old to, to find it. Yeah, but Tell it, me about it. you got plenty of time, man. I mean, my so one of my goals that I've talked about for a long time is to net a million dollars by the time I'm 40. You know, and... You're old. I am. I'm 38. So uh, sometimes I'm old enough I forget how old I am. Um, But I, you know, again, this industry is the only one that I knew of that it was like, okay, well, I could truly make that happen and figure that out and, um, you know, achieve that goal. Otherwise, it's like, well, how long do you have to go work in the corporate world to earn that? Yeah. You know, Um, I have no idea. So, Well, what do you think is the difference between the people that, achieve the goals that they've set for themselves and the people who don't. So you surround yourself Because you see with. a lot of a lot of people ach- achieve and fail since you are the team leader. First thing I would say is your environment, the culture, uh, who you're surrounding yourself with, and then also, you know, how open-minded and coachable you are. I mean, those are the biggest things to me. Um, I worked out of my guest bedroom when we had my own company and we did just fine, but our business blew up when we surrounded ourselves with the right people, you know, and then learned from those that did it before us. And, you know, it's like, okay, well, they're doing it. We can do it, mm-hmm. you know? So that mixture I think is anybody can be successful, you know, stop sure. reinventing the wheel. That's what I realized I was doing out of my guest bedroom, running my own independent company was reinventing the wheel. It's already here. Yeah. Just take what's here and implement it. Okay. Yeah. And then of course you realize that like, well, I got to, undergraduate degree i got a master's degree but i actually don't need really any of those to do this job <laughs> like man if i would have just read that book about you Tell know about it, way while earlier yeah uh 
you know, what would that look like? You know, who knows? Sure. But just, you know, again, I say that because there's tons of opportunity out there in the real estate world and you don't have to have had a degree. You don't, I mean, anybody can do this job. Just how much are you willing to, to go get it? Sure. Well, so personally being on your team, I get an inside look at how you like to operate and I feel... Hopefully that's good. Yep. And I feel like that is vastly different than the way real estate agents are perceived. And to be honest, before I got into real estate, I didn't realize that people hated real estate agents. Like they that do? we were the <laughs> least, we're almost the least trusted like professionals next to lawyers or something like uh, that. I've uh, heard used car, used car salesman. Oh, okay. Yeah. So even better. Um, so I never got any of that until someone actually told me and put it in my head. But I see it now that I work with enough people and have done enough work. What is important to you about your team? your philosophy, your mission, you know, like how do you set yourself apart to make sure that that's not the way you're perceived? Um, I think the biggest thing for me is I, I, and I, maybe not that other people don't, but I truly care. I care about all the people on my team. I care about the people we work with. I care about what people think about us. You know, it's important, you know, yeah. our team's business is very heavy on referrals, you know? So it's super important to me that we make sure we take care of everybody. But at the same time, we support our people. You know, I'm not saying, Hey, go lay down and do whatever we need to do to make the client happy. Mm-hmm. You know, it goes both ways. Um, but for me, as I've evolved into this business, it's been more about, um, creating opportunities for people on my team and helping them achieve the goals that they want to achieve. I got into this, and came here on my own, wanting to do my own thing. And then shortly in decided, Hey, building a team would maybe that maybe I, maybe I really want to do that. And, um, you know, I share this cause Catherine, um, is a big part of why we grew it the way we did. Cause when she was pregnant with her first, she came to me and said, Hey, if we're going to build, or if I'm going to stay here and work with you, then I need a bigger opportunity. Mm-hmm. And that was the moment for me that was like, Oh, okay, well, I haven't really thought about that. Like, I'm just thinking, how do we sell more houses, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So that moment was when everything started to change. And then it was, how do I help her get what she wants? And then Rachel joined us. And how do I help Rachel get what she wants, you know? And as it continues to evolve, it's the same thing, you know? And so for me now, I don't, yes, selling houses is absolutely important and crucial to what we do, Mm -hmm. but I don't necessarily care about that piece. Uh, We have to do that in order for it, but I really care about how do we help each other get what we want. You know, so and the like, houses has to happen in yeah. order for us to do the that. The so, leverage for yeah, to make the rest of these things happen. So that's to me what what drives me on this, and that I think I guess that's what's different for me. It's not about like let's be number one in this or that, or you know, by default we will because we're going to continue to do such an amazing job, and people will continue to refer us, and we'll continue to do more deals. So eventually, yeah, we'll be the number one team. But it's not about being that. It's about being the best that we can be and helping each other be the best that each other can be. Sure. That's awesome. And that's what I think. I don't know. That's what I think is different. And I guess at the end of the day, I would say it's just being authentic and just being, hey, let's just be real. What do we need to do to help each other? And that's it. You know, let's remove the ego, remove all that. Like, yeah, hey, we were X and what did we finish? Number 29 in the state of Missouri. That's awesome. But that wasn't because of me. That was because of all of us, you know? And so it's like, and I realized that, and I think that's huge. And I think traditional old school mindset would be like, that's 
Yeah, yeah. You know, right. I did that. Yeah, you know, and I had, no, I had nothing to do with that. You know, well, I you shouldn't say something. nothing. I had a little bit. I had a little bit. A little bit. You know, but not as. You know, I'm not the reason. Only reason. You know. So, what kind of things trip you up in that? Nope. Sorry. What kind of things trip you up? Yeah. Well, it's funny. Like I, I I told Adam. I said, well, this is a funny question because this question is tripping me up. So what trips me up just in general? Yeah, I mean. Like, is there anything that's tough for you, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> um, hold on. Actually, yes. It's funny. I had to think about this one a lot. I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't, I'm pretty easygoing. But the yeah. the things that I think and I, and I think of trip up, like annoy me, frustrate me. Is that what we're talking about? Sure. Mm-hmm. Am I interpreting That's this appropriately? Yeah, get in your way or whatever. Yeah. Um, and there are two things. Well, one of them is something that I'm really not passionate about, but is politics. I think the whole thing mm. is crazy. And my dad used to be very into it, and it used to drive me nuts. And to this day, I still don't. I don't really want to even talk about politics, but like that is something that does kind of trip me up. Are but you saying say like office politics or like politics? In the, US the, way, politics. the way we're currently running, uh, just in general. Not even talk about the specific president. I just feel like our system As itself. System. It, there's struggles there. I don't feel like we go one way or the other. It yeah. doesn't matter who's running it. I just feel like it's just very like, eh. you know. I don't know. I'm not very <laughs> into politics, so I can't really even speak intelligently on it. But that is something that I feel like it just seems like. The system itself is sort of like, I don't know, is it working? Um, But on a local level, I think the big thing, and it came up recently, was the city merger, city, county, the Mm -hmm. better together. Mm -hmm. And as a guy that's lived here my whole life, as a guy that sells real estate, I believe to take this city to a whole other level, merging us as one is a game changer. And I get that there's a lot of municipalities that don't like that because they're worried about losing their identity and all that kind of stuff, all that kind of stuff. But big picture, long-term 30, 50, hundred years from now, this city is, could be the next New York, Chicago, LA, you know, I mean, at one point this city was bigger than Chicago and had a bigger opportunity, but couldn't get out of its own way. And look where Chicago is at now. Everybody went a little bit further North up the river and, you know, we're still trying to, trying to figure it out. Um, we are. But I feel like we could have so much opportunity here in this city, and it would create a lot more synergy and a bigger community and not feel as divided and all that kind of stuff if we could truly figure out how to become one. And unfortunately, I'm like, at the end of the day, I don't know that it ever happens. But I think it would be a great thing for this place to do that. Well, so. I think just That's in interesting. Terms, and I'm not much of a politic talker either. Okay, Adam. <laughs> I mean, like in public. Oh, yeah. No, not in I really don't like to voice any of those views, but, like, it took me a while to even come up with an answer. So I'm like, I mean, that's it. Like, I, yeah. you know, I get, you know, that the local thing to me is probably the one thing that's like, oh, come on. Yeah. Well, if you're passionate about where you're from and if you're a forward thinker, like, I've seen you be, that's that's a pretty big statement. I would have never thought, like, a guy from Kirkwood or, or you know, like, yeah. from the county. I've never heard someone from the county say that about the merger. Really? I mean, and there's yeah. a ton of moving parts, right? You got what 92 municipalities. There's a lot of jobs. There's so many school districts. I get that the, the the web is very challenging to figure out, but it if we could, if we could just focus on it, I, I just 
you know, you could land a Google, you could land an Amazon, you can land, you know, and then what does that do for the city, right? Mm -hmm. Right now, it's like, well, the county wants it or the city wants it. Well, you're battling against each other. Like, like, come on, you know, I mean, that kind of stuff. Are we just hurting ourselves? You know, I I just think that long term, we could, it could be a game changer. And that's, that's my thought. But that's, if there's anything that trips me up, that's it. And at the end of the day, I'm also the same guy that's like, Leave me alone. If I get to do what I want to do, <laughs> then I don't really care. You know? Right. So. If you take care of your own, it really shouldn't matter. Like, but, I mean, I certainly get that. And again, going back to selling real estate, if we had one city where then you mm. didn't have to know all the 92 municipalities, which one does home inspection or uh, occupancy? Which one does a lateral program? Which right. One, you know? Right. All these different or things. Or being like a plumber or a contractor or something that doesn't need to know 92 <sighs> different codes. All that's, that. And everyone has their opinions. And, My know, dad so. said the same thing. He's like, for if, if for only that reason itself that I didn't need to know codes for well, all then those at things. least across the board you knew it was consistent it's not right, right? and that's that's tough so you know those kind of things would just be like ah. but it's because the industry we're in I think that it hits more home for me than anybody well I mean yeah. we're kind of the experts when it comes to land so I mean it, we should maybe be kind able. of for you but I would say yes for me okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm a baby so woo <laughs> That's Someday. awesome. Well, I feel like if that was the hardest question for you, that was a very good answer. Yeah, I agree. If you want me to judge. Winning! <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I would be interested to know what have you had to turn down in order to do what you do or be where you are? So, again, this was a little tough, but and I don't know if it's necessarily turned down. But it was having certain things I had to change in order to do it right. So I had my own independent company. I got, apparently I just hit puberty. Uh, uh, (laughs) Anyways, no, I had my own independent real estate company with my best friend from high school. And um, looking at coming to KW, I'm like, well, I'm going to leave my own company. I'm leaving the guy that I started this with that got me into this and was in my wedding. And we've known each other, been buddies, still are to this day, by the way. but having to do that and say, bye, I'm, I'm out. I'm leaving my own business to come to this place. Mm-hmm. That was a big deal for me. Um, best decision I ever made, though, like for my family, life, everything. Like it, I'm, I don't regret it one bit. It was hard in the moment. It was hard and a little awkward for a little bit. Um, I don't know. So I don't know that I said no to something. Maybe. Maybe I just said, no, we're not going to do this anymore, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and go a different direction. Um, but that was it. And then... Um, Otherwise, well, from a, and I'm curious just because it's something that I get a, a small taste of, but I, I mean, I definitely deal with it, maybe not on the same scale, but you have multiple, you wear many hats. So from a timing perspective, traveling perspective, um, just logistics, what, what types of things what kind of sacrifices do you have to make in order to do the things that you want to do? And like, how do you handle that? Like, how do you handle being like having to say, we, you and I have had this conversation about going to mega camp and it's always on first uh, day of school or it seems like it has been. And so understanding that that's what you're doing and the investment that you're making in yourself to, to do something like that. Although you're sacrificing something that is important, it's not choosing one over the other it's sure. it's understanding the weight and the gravity of you know i i i liken it to I, I, when my boys are older and 
hopefully working with me or doing something even bigger, they're going to remember some pretty important moments in their life. And if I am working or investing in myself during their first day of second grade or kindergarten or what have you, um, that one's going to hold more weight over the other. Is that making sense? Like, yep. I make yep. sense? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. Um, and I, there's two answers to this question, in my opinion. One goes back to the very beginning of who's in your world. And Sarah is one of those people that I said was in my world. And, you know, she supports me in what I'm doing and what I'm going after and what I'm looking to build and understands what I'm doing. So being gone for a week in Austin, Texas, uh, while the kids are off to the first week of school, she gets and understands that and we're okay with that, right? Um, Will my kids remember that I wasn't there? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But uh, I got this from David Broso and that I'm not, I don't feel like I'm neglecting my family. I'm 100% pouring into my family. Going to that training and being at one of the top trainings in the country to be able to hear what top uh, agents are doing around the country, what our company, who's number one in everything, is doing and what we have going on, to be able to get that information when we do and come back here and help our businesses take it to a whole other level, that directly impacts my family, that directly helps my kids, uh, my wife, everything. So... If you think just because I left and missed school that I don't like my family, you're 100% wrong. Uh, in fact, I would say I'm sacrificing that to be able to have a better life for them down the road. Right. And I also think that, well, I know that I don't necessarily want to be working till I'm 67, 70 years old. Right. So my mindset is go out and crush it now so then I can pull back when I'm 45. You know, or, or something like that. Like, but I don't want to be the traditional, well, I have to work till I'm 67 and a half to be able to get to the retirement. Like, no, no, I'm making my own retirement. I'm making my own plans. And this is part of that. And, and I have those people who support me and that's why I do what I do. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. I was just like thinking about it. That's One of the reasons why I got into real estate at the time that I did, because my son was one year old, one and a half, and I was like, if I can work my buns off for three, four years and miss anything or everything or whatever, when he's old enough to remember that I'm there on a soccer game on a Sunday morning or a Saturday afternoon or whatever, hopefully I'll be successful enough in my eyes that I can have leverage. Hope is not a good businessman. You'll be there. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I, I'll i have this things. This podcast is going to blow up real soon. So <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, the oh, right. are going to be right. in. Right. Uh, all eleven dollars. I'm telling you, Boda Box is picking us up. <laughs> they already liked our post. That's true. Um, but that was that was my thought. It's like, how can I do everything I can now so that when my son's old enough to remember what's going on, I'll be able to be there with the FaceTime, taking pictures, cheering him on, and someone else will be doing the things that I'm doing now. For well, sure. This this is an interesting business because I think it. Real estate forces you to earn the right 
for that, right? Yeah. I think you early on, you immediately want to be like, oh, I'm not working nights or weekends, but you can't really build it if you don't. Uh, but once you put in that time and you put in that effort and you get those results that you're talking about, you 100% earn that. And um, it allows you then to have the life that you want to have. So I think you're right on. I mean, you get in, you you do what you got to do for a bit, but when you start to really figure that out and iron it out and get enough business in, that then you can decide when you want to work and who you want to work with. Game changer. It yeah. just takes time. People want to jump in and think week two. I'm. Well, sh- you I don't make your own schedule. Did you see yeah. it? Did you see it? You do. You see it everywhere. Yeah. See them on the way out too. You, right. What have you been doing? I don't know, hanging out. It's summer. Oh, all right. Well, let's cool. See how that goes. Um, well, see you later. See you later. Well, big gulp, eh? Oh, well, we a, see you later. We're gonna invest in a ton of bells <laughs> real, real soon in this podcast. Um, so you you've kind of had you've shared with us your trajectory, your story. You own your own uh, private brokerage, then you come to KW, and obviously opportunity in, increases there. Is there a defining moment, either something that has positively pushed you, pushed your trajectory, or something adverse that you've had to deal with that has done the same thing, but in your life, when you kind of look back on the 53 years that you've lived so far, okay. uh, uh, is, there, is there a moment, is there, a, is there two moments, like, I, you know, I think Jess and I have talked about some moments for us, um, privately in the past, you know, it's something we've talked about, but like, yeah. um, is there a moment for you, is there, is there a couple of moments, is there, what, when you look back and think about where you're at, What's the big, the big dog? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, in just the last couple years, I think, you know, becoming the team leader was a big thing for me because I had a goal of getting out of production and then becoming the team leader basically required that I did that. And so that was a huge move, essentially leaving my own team, you know, and getting out of that role to um, run the office and enhance my leadership skills to be able to then impact other people's lives. It was just a huge leap of faith. And I, I not leap of faith. I mean, it's proven. Um, but I think from, you know, having, again, having your own business and sort of stepping out of it, sure. um, I think was a big thing for me to be able to see how good of a leader am I? Can I run an office and run my team? Mm-hmm. And can I grow the team and grow the office? Right. And then, by the way, grow the real estate rehabs with my brother and, you know, right. all of these things. And I was like, okay, well, I, I feel like I've been paying attention enough that, you know, I kept going back and forth going, I can do this. No, I can't. I can do this. No, I can't. So I think that day, October 16th, 2016, that I just said, yeah, I'm in. Let's do it. Uh, was a big day uh, for me. Um, I would say that would probably be one of the big ones. Um, otherwise, I don't know. I think I, I, that's probably the most recent. Okay. Uh, I think losing my dad, not necessarily like a defining moment, more of an inspiring thing. I feel like he's always, as I said earlier, he, um, has been a big entrepreneur since the early nineties, sweet roller hockey rink behind Queenie park. He built, oh, yeah. was an investor in the uh, St. Louis Vipers roller hockey team back in the day. <laughs> Some really cool stuff. Um, very inspiring and I know that he always was driven to earn a million dollars that was like his big thing too and I think I sort of just inherited that from him and yeah. like I said earlier that's a goal of mine and I I feel like now I'm like dead set that I'm gonna make it happen because I honestly don't know that my dad ever did uh maybe he did 
but I didn't. I don't know the right. ins and outs of what his sure. personal finances were. I don't. I don't think so. He did run some some really successful companies. So who knows? Right. Sort right. of rambling here, but I think right. that um, you know, uh, trying to keep his spirit going was another big thing for me, and that entrepreneurial spirit and keep going and making that happen, and being able to work with my brother and keeping that kind of stuff in the family has yeah. been a big deal to me. Yeah. And being able to continue to grow it, I know he would be super stoked to see what we're doing. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure he's super proud. How do you work with your brother? Like, how does that work One day for at you? a time. <laughs> <laughs> Is uh, that what his answer would be as well? Yeah. No. I mean, Jeff and I, Jeff and I have been like best friends since we were like six. Um, we've always gotten along really well. Uh, we actually worked together with one of my dad's companies. Uh, we had a, a corporate health company that um, we ran and we sold flu shots, hepatitis shots, uh, CPR, first aid training, AEDs, all that kind of stuff. And my brother was a sales guy and he just figured out how to, and he's to this day is still really good at just going in and just crushing it and just figured out how to go and talk to people. And I was like the kind of the behind the scenes, run the books, which is what I do on the rehab business. And he just goes out and gets it done. Um, so we have a good dynamic in that. I mean, he's the guy that is now, 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 did you get it now, 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 how about now? Done? You're done? You know, like, oh my God. I thought you, know? you were a fast talker, no. Dave. Yeah. So he, he'll get, I mean, he can get things done. He's aggressive. He's driven, you know, and we're, we just, we don't, I mean, we've, we, fortunately, I guess have been asked, I don't know, maybe half a dozen times about TV shows and that. People interview us and they never call us back. We're boring. You know, we don't have any drama. Yeah. We, we're, we're buddies. We get along yeah. and we just, we're after the same thing. You know, we just want to be successful and that's it. You know, how do we make a good product? And make people happy and make money doing it, you know. And it's fun and it just works really well. You know, some days it's stressful, you know. We got a few projects going on right now and he's like, oh, my God. You know, and he has another job. Right. Um, you know, but it's fun. I don't know. We, I think just having been so close for so long, it's just, it's natural. Uh, it would be weird if I wasn't working with him, actually, hmm. um, at this point. So. It's interesting. Uh, what do you struggle with? Like, is it time? Is it fo- like? Is it focus? Are you pulled in many directions? Is it focus? Like, is it people? Is it people? <laughs> is it? Is it me? Um, well, I guess this is the platform we're going to have that come now. <laughs> if we're going to do it, just do it. Pull the bandaid off. Um, yes, he's like Jess. You're fired. Yeah. You guys are actually both fired. Well, <laughs> awkward. Uh, <laughs> uh, what do I struggle with? I think uh, I struggle telling people no. Um, I'm, I want to help everybody. It's, you know, it's my thing. I like doing that. I feel it makes me feel good. You know, you get to have a minutes, you know, the knock on the door and have a minutes. Next thing you know, it's five, 5 PM and I haven't done anything, you know, but Hey, maybe it helps a lot of people. I don't know. Sure. Uh, so I think it's being better at saying no and being okay with that. Um, what do I struggle with? Empowering uh, yourself to say no. It's, 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 yeah, you know that. And then I think, you know, time blocking is something we talk about a lot at Keller Williams and mm-hmm. it's, you know, with all the things going on, it's really being able to be focused at a high level and being able to just get things done that need to get done. Don't just check the things off just to sort of say, okay, I got some stuff done. Like, right. you know what I mean? So being better at prioritizing, I think I could do better at, um, but I'd say going back to saying no, right. you know, and, uh, making sure that I can get done because when I don't, I affect a lot of the people's lives who I'm trying to help. Right. So I think that's a big piece. What keeps you up at night? Or do you sleep like a baby? <laughs> Honestly, 
I sleep really well. Um, there you go. Uh, the other night, my dog woke me up, but otherwise, uh, he sleeps in a room every once in a while. But no, I mean, I, I really, I, I can fall asleep almost on command. So uh, it's <laughs> it's very strange. Uh, as soon as I sit down on the couch, my wife and I will put on a show. Mm-hmm. Depending on what show that is, I may or may not wake it, make it through oh. the entire show. Oh. So every night I fall asleep on the couch. Every single night. We'll doze off for a minute or two, you know. Yeah. But I, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I think I go hard all day that it's not hard for me to then fall asleep, you know. Uh, if I'm waking up in the middle of the night, it's because I'm stressing about a decision that needs to be made. And usually I know the answer and I haven't made the answer uh-huh. or made the decision, and yeah. I think it's, that's what's keeping me up. Yeah. Top three favorite movies. Oh, Top three favorite? Top I mean. Three. Like, if you had to choose, I don't want to say one. So let's give you well, Dumb and Dumber is number one. Anyone who knows me personally knows that. Uh, Back to the Future uh, is up there. I mean, it's <laughs> the, the trilogy is phenomenal, but the first Back to the Future is, if I had to pick one of those, would be there. And then, ooh, number three. I mean, I love a ton of movies. Oh, man, I'd probably go Goodfellas. Go ahead, another. Oh. I was hoping for a random rom com. Fifty first date. Serendipity, I think, for me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. But uh, can I? I'll share with you a fun story. Okay. Uh, first time, uh, whenever went out to dinner with my now wife and her family. Went to uh, Surf and Sirloin uh, over in De Pere. It's actually yeah. right next to where Russo lives now, and um, we're having dinner. And uh, Sarah's dad sitting across from me like we are here and uh, trying to get to know me, you know, like, oh, my, you know, my daughter's obviously kind of interested in this guy. I'm going to try to get to know him. And So, Dave, tell me, what, what's your favorite movie? Oh, Dumb and Dumber, for sure. And he looks at me like, what? I'm like, oh, my God, have you ever seen it? It's like the greatest movie of all time. Oh and he was God. like, uh, no, 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 I haven't. And I'm like, oh my God, it's hilarious. You have to see it. And he goes, so not like Godfather or Gone with the Wind or I'm like, or oh, Godfather. I've seen Godfather. That's good. What's Gone with the Wind? I don't know about that oh one. I was like, oh, and he's like, really dumb and dumber. And I'm like, oh my God, it's amazing. Really? Sarah? So <laughs> this is what you bring me to. I could see the look on his face and I'm like immediately going, hmm, maybe that wasn't the best answer. Well, what do we, you know, when we ended up getting married at his speech, he references that story. And it's still like a running joke in our family. And I still have not gotten him to watch Dumb and Dumber. I was going to say, come on, make him watch it. He dabbled in it for a minute and he was like, "Mm, nope. Uh, But uh, yeah, it's it's a good joke. But it also, (laughs) (laughs) not a shrimp on the bobby. But I think it goes back to like, just who I am. And just being super upfront and honest and just like, yeah, this is me. Like right. it or not, this is what you get. So, right. I like it. Uh, yeah. What gets you pumped up? Do you like listen to certain music when you're ready to play hockey or when you're ready to like locker book appointments or something? Of, uh, locker music. Or do you just, listen to like banter. your favorite yeah. podcast or you just. I mean, Zeppelin is my, is one of my top bands of all time. Um, it's weird. I have like two, two favorite bands and they couldn't be more opposite, but Fish and Led Zeppelin. Oh, yeah. Uh, you sure. know. Love going to fish shows, um, but they're not exactly like what I'm listening to before I play hockey, mm-hmm. uh, you know. But yeah, I mean, Zeppelin, actually my dad introduced me to them years ago. They're my favorite for sure. I can get pumped up from those guys all day long. Um, and I've read probably every book, every single thing they've ever come out with. Um, what's, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I 
I don't really listen to podcasts. I started listening to the podcast uh, like two podcasts ago when you put yours out. Fantastic. <laughs> this is a whole new world. This is a good way it's to break into podcasts. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to let him in on a little bit, a little secret. Okay. If, if you were getting started with us, Dave, this is as good as it gets. Don't go anywhere else. Never. Um, Please don't listen to anyone else. <laughs> You know what? So I, I, I started listening to your podcast, and then I immediately found another one. It's called How I Built This. You told me you were talking, and I was talking about, about that. Yeah. So like literally, these two at the same time came into my world, yeah. and oh, now right. I'm like, oh. podcast. Now um, I listen to a lot of Audible, so I don't yeah. really do podcasts. I'll do the books on Audible instead. Um, but yeah, I mean, music wise, I don't. Know, I'm a big classic rock guy. Okay. What are you? Are you uh, what are you reading right now on Audible? Or listening to? We just finished. Um, High Performance Habits by Brendan Burchard. What did you think of it? I loved it. I did too. Really spoke to me. Um, we're getting ready to start Five Second Rule, right? It rocks. Uh, I have not started it yet. What? Five, four, uh, three, two, one, start it, because uh, that's what the whole book's about. I got the gym at 5 a.m. I listen to it on the way, and I'll knock yeah. out 20 minutes of it on the way there and back. And nice. Yeah, that's usually and when the I... The book will be over. Yeah. Is it pretty quick? Yeah. Cool. Have you already finished it? No. <laughs> five I'm second rule is five seconds. <laughs> no. It's a short rule. That's funny. What's what is the five second rule? Uh, is five seconds. It, it's not food. Well, we haven't finished it's, it yet. No. Um, Mel Robbins invented it. It's a technique to get your buns moving. You count down five, four, three, two, one. If you have the inspiration to do something that is attached to one of your goals. You say in your head, five, four, three, two, one, and you physically make yourself move and do oh, it that's before why you that's your mind not. will crush it. Otherwise, oh. you'll hit the snooze button. So is it sort of something like that? Five, four, three, two, one. Five, four, three, two, one. <sighs> nope, nope, that's not it. Nope. It's a 10 second roll. <laughs> you need to listen to the. You need to listen I will start. <laughs> I'll have it ready for Monday. That's funny. Um, well,. I'm super pumped that you're here. Um, Me too. Just, I think it's awesome. I, when, I mean, obviously, we've just had a ton of success so far. So guests are just beating down our door to get on. Um, I know. Can I share away, a story <laughs> about Dave? Our first Dave story ever. Your first or our first? Ours. So Adam and I have been friends forever. We all know this. Um. When I was getting my license, and Adam was considering changing the office that he was at from one real estate company to another, it was simultaneous, which is weird. But anyways, I was Googling Keller Williams' offices in St. Louis, and the first one that popped up was where we are. Dave's the team leader at that point. And because Adam was my only real estate Guru. person <laughs> at that time I texted him and said hey have you ever heard of David Nations and he said I just interviewed with him today was that the first time I'm like that we had what? Met? no that was I think that was after we had a miscommunication oh yeah yeah when <clears throat> he stood me up uh-huh yeah oh he pulled an Adam. That's, that's I pulled an Adam. <laughs> you got bundering, buddy. <laughs> so it I was didn't know just this. like, it, yeah. And then, um, so we spoke and met, and it was like the day that Adam agreed to join the office, and I joined the office a couple weeks later, and it was just like, 
We were both like smitten with Dave, yeah. and here we are. Handsome W. Now you're in Adam's backyard, and right. here we are. About to take a dip in this luxury pool. Who's your pool? <laughs> For all of our non-St. Louis it's listeners, who's your is kind of that's white a cool brown. story i had never heard that before really yeah i didn't know that it was like that close together I, obviously i knew you guys were yeah. friends but i didn't know that like it was the timing was weird crazy yeah. it, was it was weird because yeah. i didn't know i knew that adam was thinking about changing offices but because i wasn't in real estate at that point we didn't talk about it all didn't the time care about anything that was going on in my life basically i mean i had stuff going on so it was just very coincidental, or the universe, or whatever you want to call it. I think it's so, the universe. That's it. Dave, thanks a million. It's over. For but no. <laughs> for everything, so we appreciate you and your willingness to play along and be honest with us. So be a part of this ridiculous show. Hey, yeah. I'm glad I'm here. Thanks for having me. Uh, I, the, the first podcast, I was like, whoa, whoa. When when do I get on? And he was like, well, we got to figure it out first. I'm like, I just want to know what I'm getting on. Well, yeah, here you are. Two episodes later, or two see, and a half episodes out, later. buddy. We episode no four idea. is when we get it all figured out. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Awesome. We've made it. Oh, my <laughs> Hashtag we're here. We're here. All right. Well, thanks okay, for having thanks, me. Brother. It's been awesome. Yeah, we appreciate it. Thank you. All right. We'll catch you later. Fucker Cue the music. Are you still there? <laughs> They're still here. That's crazy. Um, well, if you can't get enough of us, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Welcome to Our World. And thanks for listening. And if yeah. you listen on Spotify or iTunes, it'd be pretty cool if you gave us a rating. And tell your friends. All right. Thanks. <laughs>